G'day, I'm James. Welcome to the Australian Opinion on Formula One here at the Lakeside Drive F1 podcast. In this episode, I talk about the Formula One weekend ahead in Bahrain. And I'm joined by you, dear listener. It's so great to have your company wherever you're listening all across the world. Here's a couple of points for you to be thinking about as we head into Formula One this weekend. Now, the first, of course, is the Australian point, Oscar Piastri, who is racing his first full-time Formula One race for McLaren this weekend. Now, of course, he's not the only fresh face amongst the driver lineup for 2023. We have Logan Sargent and Nick DeVries as well. DeVries, of course, absolutely stonking home with his first race in Formula One last year in that Williams scoring points on debut. Of course, uh, the 2019 Formula 2 champion and uh, the Formula E champion as well. He's been part of that Mercedes fold for quite a while now. And although he's a bit older than Oscar Piastri and, of course, Logan Sargent, both of whom raced against each other in Formula 3, it's going to be interesting to see how Nick DeVries does. But Oscar Piastri... Does he have a lot to prove? I'll leave this one to you because it's interesting. If you've watched Drive to Survive, you know how Netflix painted Oscar as a bit of a villain. We know that that's not the case and that was really a bit of drama that came to the floor. But, of course, he's so dominant, wasn't he, in Formula 3 and Formula 2, of course, the junior series as well, Formula 4, and many other series along the way, including karting. Of course, he's not like Daniel Ricciardo, and I don't think we can expect him to be that sort of same jovial character. Mark Webber certainly wasn't like Daniel Ricciardo either, and maybe that's one of the reasons why everyone, including me, loved DR so much on the grid. Of course, he's not around for this race, but Oscar will be flying that Australian flag, and as Aussies, I really do think we should get behind him. He doesn't have a lot to prove in the first couple of rounds because, of course, he's stepping into a car that doesn't look very fast. And even Lando Norris doesn't seem totally stoked with it. And we saw what Daniel Ricciardo wasn't able to do with with that car last year too. So let's hope that they can maybe get a little closer towards the mid-pack than where they fared through testing. Logan Sargent, of course, is another interesting driver to look at too. As I mentioned, he had some pretty good battles with Oscar Piastri in Formula 3. And with this Williams gaining so much time in testing compared to the beginning of last year, it will be interesting to see what happens. Logan Sargent has pretty good racecraft, uh, but it has to be said that out of the three of them, Nick DeVries has the most experience, uh, a really fantastic debut in Formula 1 last year with that Williams team, as I said, And, uh, well, will he get all of the attention over the other two rookies? We'll see what happens. Interestingly for Aston Martin, they still haven't made a decision about whether or not Felipe Dragovic or Lance Stroll will be driving their car this weekend. And that's all going to come down to whether or not 24 hours ahead of the sessions that Lance Stroll is feeling fit or not. So Felipe Dragovic, in a similar position to Oscar Piastri when he won the Formula 2 championship and there wasn't a Formula 1 seat for him to step into, has had to take a back seat in Aston Martin. At least that's what he thought. But of course, with Lance having this cycling accident, he's been able to come through and conduct some testing alongside Fernando Alonso and potentially take his first Formula 1 race. This is going to be very interesting to see because if... Lance Stroll can't make it to the grid. This will be the second year running where one of the full-time Aston Martin drivers hasn't been in the car for the first race of the season. So it's going to be very, very interesting to see what happens there. The only thing we can say for certain is that Seb Vettel will not be coming back. Now, the midfield order is going to be an interesting one. Of course, this is the first race of the year. We haven't got anything in the bank yet to be talking about 
really who is fighting for this midfield pack, for the front or for the back. We have had testing, and of course, Campy and I spoke about testing along with Tommy T at the beginning of this week. You can go back and find that episode on Monday's release. But it's going to be funny to see how Aston Martin do, of course, with Felipe Drogovic, noting just how fast it looked with Fernando Alonso at the wheel. And, of course, we have Alfa Romeo in the mix now, Alfa Tauri, Haas, McLaren don't look all that strong, which is a bit of a shame. And then Alpine, who potentially, as Tommy T said, may have been the ones that were sandbagging for this weekend. So one to look for is the midfield pack. Of course, we can't not talk about the front, though, can we? And whether or not even that Alpine is in the mid-pack or at the front, because, of course, they're a constructor. And as I said the other day on our preview episode, it'd be very interesting to see, as a manufacturer, if they've been able to take leaps and bounds forwards. But realistically... Do Red Bull look super, super strong? Do they look like the favourites for this year? Well, the short answer is yes. But I really hope that they don't end up being so dominant in previous years like we've seen with Mercedes and, of course, with Red Bull in the past. But that is all to come. Will the racing be any good in Bahrain this weekend? Well, there's only one way to find out, of course. We're going to be shuffling out the midfield pack to see where they sit. All of those teams, we've got new drivers coming in. And, of course, a lack of Daniel Ricciardo will make us, me especially sad, but potentially a little less emotionally attached to the results of that other papaya car. Of course, this is the place for you to get all of your Australian opinions on Formula One and all on all of the action here at the Lakeside Drive F1 podcast. So please make sure you subscribe to the podcast. You can leave a rating or review. And if you want to support the show, please go online right now and grab yourself a Lakeside Drive cord cap. Pre-sale is open only until the 8th of March, which is next Wednesday. And we'll be shipping those hats in a couple of weeks' time. It's only 30 Australian dollars plus shipping and we do ship all over the world so it's a great way to support this the show i bloody love the hat i'm wearing it right now not that you can see because it's an audio podcast only but it's fantastic i'm genuinely so stoked in how it turned out well i will see you tomorrow to have a quick chat about the press conference that's happened out of bahrain and then after that we'll be talking after the qualifying session And then, of course, an immediate race reaction at stupid o'clock in the morning before our full race review on Monday morning. And very excitingly, team, we have a full suite of presenters. That's right, Freya Brolsma joins Tommy T, Campy and myself to go through all of the action on Monday after the Bahrain Grand Prix. We'll see you then.